Hello and welcome to Louisville's Best Podcast, a podcast about all things, nothing, and everything in between. My name is Tim, and I am joined by some of my best friends as we talk about just whatever we feel like. So glad you're joining the show. I'm a little under the weather. That's why I have this sultry baritone voice, but I'm uh, glad you're here voice. with us. <laughs> uh, speaking of Darth Vader, we're going to be talking about the Obi-Wan TV show on Disney+. Plus. But before we do that, let's see how everybody is doing tonight. Brian, how are you, sir? I'm doing solid as usual, Tim. Feeling great. How are you? Uh, I hate to hear that you're a little under the weather, but glad to hear you are getting on the mend. Yeah, I wish I was there with you guys. But uh, Brian, one question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, if you could have Grogu, his name changed... <laughs> what you think would have been a better name what would you have named Grogu oh, man let's see yeah let's see he's green he's got big ears um probably something like Shreky I don't know like Shreky Shreky <laughs> Shreky just Shreky alright Charlie my sir how are you doing pretty good Tim good you sound like you're doing good Charlie dog sitting pretty happy pretty happy Charlie what would you name Grogu Groda Groda. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I don't want to laugh too hard or else I'll have to like go like cough a, cough a lung out. John. Yes. How are you, buddy? Doing great. School's out. John, how, John, how was graduation night? Oh, wow. It was, uh, it was good. It was good. We got it done. We got it done. They, um, they walked out before the, um, into the, <laughs> they walked out before the music was playing it was it was an absolutely amazing night uh it lasted a long time but <laughs> i i emcee it so it's it it goes better because I, I keep it moving baby i'll just keep it moving i'm like they're not even off the stage yet before i'm announcing the next name it's just like let's go let's get this done let's do it it was all right it was it was pretty it was pretty good i mean we we, we got through it uh everybody got through it Susie's glad it's over i mean it's it's what i said last week i got a High school graduate now, but uh, she's she's done. Look at you. She's just like I'm through. I'm over. I'm over it. And people are all like, "What are you gonna do now?" She's like, "Nothing. I'm gonna find something to do." But I'm not even worried about it right now. I just graduated Thursday. Good grief. Leave me alone. And I'm very very excited yeah. because I'm on my um, I'm on my nine week sabbatical from school. So I'm 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 it's I'm ready beautiful. for summer to start. John. What would you name Grogu? Oh man, I want to go. I'm going to go with something a little bit more epic. I would. I, okay. I would name him. I, I would have called him Shindoa, like Shenandoah. Shindoah. 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 <laughs> it's like it's like a, It's like I think the entire that entire group of people needs to be named something like that. I mean, you know, it's like you got Yoda, but then you yeah. should have something at the end of it that's. Basically the same thing. So it's Shinyota. Immediately, if that would have been his name, I would have been waiting for him to walk around with the guitar like the rooster in uh, Robin Hood and be like, let me tell you a little story about my galaxy here. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> been playing uh, that. Uh, and it would have gone right with the Western, too. He could have been a Western singing cowboy. He could have played that Sunday in the South song. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've been amazing. No, 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 no. We can't sing those songs anymore, John. Oh. Are, uh... I thought we could sing Zippity Gouda. No, we can't. We can't. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can't. It's it's it's, oh, it's on the. That. My bad. Thanks it's on the list. Well, it's on the list. Yeah. So that's. Can we, uh, can we Mr. Rogers it like it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood? Oh well, yeah, no, yeah. Yes, you can yeah, do that. That one's fine. Shinyota. Yeah. Yeah. Shinyota. Shinyota. Let me change into my. Grogroot just sounds Crocs. like. Grogroot sounds like something you like. You buy at Kroger. Like it's like yeah, if I get uh, 
if Aaron was here, I, I think he's not feeling well as well. Uh, his Grogu name would be Alita. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. A Loda? Yeah. It'd been a Loda. A, lo- <laughs> a Yoda. <laughs> a Loda. It'd been Aaron's name. He'd be like, I can see it. <laughs> well, we are talking about Star Wars tonight. Uh, but the time we're recording this, the first two episodes of Obi-Wan dropped. And so, uh, on last week's episode of uh, Louisville's Best Podcast, Charlie, John, and uh, Brian talked about their thoughts on the series as a whole, but mainly on the first episode. I silently listened and judged them, but didn't say anything. But this episode, I'll get involved. But uh, uh, episode two picked up uh, right as episode one left off. And so we have a uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the Obi-Wan series, we are discussing that. So, uh, Princess Leia, little Leia, was kidnapped, and Obi-Wan is on his way to go and find her. So, uh, just initial thoughts, John. Uh, did you like episode two? Did you like it more than episode one, or you feel like you liked it all as like one uh, altogether viewing? I I think it goes to I think episode two goes better if you complement it with episode one. It felt like one big episode to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I had some issues there near the end of episode two, but we can uh, that we can talk about later on here. But overall, like I said about episode one, the thing I like about what they're doing with Star Wars in the modern Disney era, to some degree, and they did a really good job with this with Rogue One. Uh, they did a little bit better job with in Mandalorian, not so much with with Boba Fett, but it's the world building. It's the idea of seeing other planets. And the used universe continues to be that way. I I don't know anything much about the planet that they were on uh, where she was being held captive. But it seems like you get into these, the majority of this universe, especially in the Outer Rim, is nothing but seedy and just garbage. I mean, it's just where all the underworld lives. It's just the underbelly of the galaxy. And so overall, I mean, the thing about it is I, I like the episode. I had a couple of little issues with things, and we can discuss later on. But it's the world building that I, I really get into. I, I enjoy the world building. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think the the planet was Dium or something like that. I forget exactly what it was, but uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, Episode Two when uh, Obi Wan and Anakin are chasing that shape shifting bounty hunter. I think that's in Coruscant, but it, yeah. when they kind of get into the different areas of it. Uh, and if it kind of going way into the cartoons, Coruscant kind of has that underbelly of it as well. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like this whole planet is just straight up just like that. So yeah, I uh, like to your point, I think it complements really well with episode one, Brian, how was, uh, what was your initial thoughts on episode two? Oh, I loved it. I, th- I loved the way the city was done. And, and again, kind of how Obi-Wan was trying to, you know, find, find the child without being too, too, con- uh, or with, trying to be conspicuous while he was doing it. And then uh, of course, just kind of the interactions that he had. Um, I was reading online and I didn't realize it at first, but uh, the clone trooper who had the helmet out that was asking for credits, that was actually the same actor who played Boba Fett. I didn't yeah. realize it at first until I read it online. I was like, Oh, I gotta, gotta check that out again. So, um, but no, I mean, I thought the whole episode was just, again, so well done. And like John and I, when we were sitting here watching it, I was just like, 
man, this just, again, the callbacks, the tie-ins, just how they wrap everything together and keep the plot moving along. And, you know, you kind of realize as, as it goes on. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It's, it's, uh, as soon as, uh, I was up and stirring, I got Kinsey in here and we turned it on and watched it. And as I was listening last podcast, I really agree with what, uh, you all said about the actress playing, uh, Leia. Uh, she's great. I mean, just, just nails that part and, uh, does a really good job making you think of, Anakin and Padme and their characteristics and and Obi-Wan even kind of does a little bit of a callback to that. Yeah. During that one scene when he when he calls her stubborn like like her mom. <clears throat> so that was really good. Yeah. Um the one thing I wanted to point out before uh, asking a couple other questions, what I liked about Obi-Wan's series as a whole is going into it I did not realize like I just thought it was going to be him dodging uh, uh, the Inquisitors and different like that. I had no idea it was going to be this subplot with Princess Leia being kidnapped, etc. Very similar to how going in the Mandalorian, I didn't realize that was going to be about uh, Grogu and that whole path. So, like, I feel like they've done a really good job with their Star Wars series outside of Boba, where you kind of think it's going to go one direction, and they kind of just really wrap in something from a nostalgic past to kind of tie it really well together uh i don't know if you guys touched on that at the very beginning john in the last podcast i missed that part but that's the one thing that really stood out to me well and, and getting back to the thing about and that's and that's the whole thing with me with the whole layup <laughs> plot is at the at the beginning at the end of episode one where they're where she gets kidnapped i i was kind of like oh come on give me a break you know here we go again but then it wound up the way that they wound it into the Inquisitors and um, you named her. I can't remember her name. We've been calling Reva. her Reva. Yeah, Reva. Yeah, we've been calling yeah. her Sister Six because that sounds more like a '80s rock band name. But <laughs> Sister Sierra. But it. But that's. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're calling each other. But anyways, right. is I, I I like the way in which the Inquisitors are being portrayed in this. To where they don't have any loyalty to each other, really. I mean, they got the yeah. Grand Inquisitor and the other ones that are around, and they kind of they're kind of back in his play because they're all these ex Jedi that have been brought into the dark side, and they they I mean they called her out. I was shocked at how they called her out. I don't know, you know, you're you're nothing but a gutter rat. You're just you're just the sixth person on this team, and how she was kind of how she's going to kind of going out on her own. And pulling in bounty hunters and, and things of this nature, trying to check him down, and I'm 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 already enjoying the and I, and I can't really put my finger on why yet, but I'm enjoying the idea of a bad guy who has such vehement hatred that she's going to there's there's nothing that she's going to stop at till she gets him dead, and that's and that's what you want to see in 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 a figure of the dark side. I mean that's 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 Darth Vader. I mean that's that's the way he would have somebody trained as just dead. I mean that's what we're going to do here. And I like that idea of it. Um, I I didn't really have any problems with the plot. I, I had a couple of pro- other problems, but I'll let, I'll oh, let Tim do yeah, it. Yeah, I got another problem, yeah. <laughs> you got a problem, Brian? I had a problem, yeah. When, when, when it was going on, John, I was making comments to John about the uh, whole, what I felt like was a parkour scene out of uh, the office space, out of office. 
uh, where she's yeah, the, bouncing uh, off the, the yeah. yeah jumping through that was the only thing I was like can we not just have her get there without having to do the parkour parkour <laughs> yeah she was doing like, um, she was quite a bit of a as you were calling it blade jumping yeah from building to building mm-hmm. yeah um, so in this episode we met uh, Kumal Nanjiani's character I think his name was Hodge I forget at this point um, where he's the fake Jedi uh, and uh, stealing people's money, but still helping them, um, and then he ends up helping Obi Wan. Charlie, did this Come character on, <laughs> did this character annoy annoy you, or did you like him? I he annoyed me at first. Um, I don't really care for him as an actor because he plays the same role in everything. Um, yeah, but I, the character once he kind of took that that turn where he was helping them out. I really liked the character after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've watched that Netflix show, Charlie with, uh, with Will Arnett where they're solving a murder every week, but it's like improv. Uh, I have not. So he's on an episode of that with Will Arnett and you talk about how he plays the same role. He's this, that's like who he actually is in person as well. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny, like it's not. It doesn't seem like it's very far out of his natural uh, personality. But John, did you like that character, or do you, uh, do you find him kind of annoying? I I found him to be a means to an end. I mean, it it was it was a it was a plot point that had to have something in it. That was the kind of the for, that was the only thing about that I found to be kind of formulaic. Is you had to have this slimy kind of you know guy who's pretending to be something that he's not and he's a little zany and uh, but he's but he winds up being zany with a heart of gold you know it was just kind of one of the right. type of things where i was kind of like you know uh, i wish that that felt I, I, I honestly as much as i liked the two episodes i found that character to be lazy it was something that they used because it's all right we need to get obi-wan from point a to point b how can we do it oh let's put a zany con man into this you know mm-hmm. And that's what they did. I mean, they threw him in there, and and he just zany con man, and and helped him out. But yeah. and there was nothing else in that character that proved any type of major motivation. Because what you have is at, at the beginning. I mean, he's he says, "Hey, a credits buy you stuff." I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm pretending to be this to do this. And then the little kid comes in with the bounty hunter fob and says, "Hey, look what this is." And he's like, "Oh yeah, we can." how we can get this guy and then also was like oh yeah i'm helping you out i thought that it was kind of like okay that they took a character and they they didn't give him any motivation to become heart of gold i'm helping you out yeah. it was it was just here he is and he's doing this and he's a con man and he's doing these things pretend to be a jedi and now all of a sudden here at the end i'm not taking any money from you obi-wan i'm just helping you out so that was i felt that to be to me that was a little yeah. bit lazy on my part yeah. but, i mean other people have different opinions the only part that i would disagree with you on and i, I totally agree with where you're coming from uh is the 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 people that he's conning at the beginning he does say that he's actually helping them get off world he's just taking a slight advantage of them. so it's it from the beginning it does seem like he is doing things with good intentions just to his own benefit and uh, you almost wonder if if he's like somebody that looked up to the Jedi and one always wanted to be a Jedi or something like that. So maybe that's his motivation. But yeah, I, I, I agree. It, it felt rushed for like a better. Yeah, word. maybe, maybe that is, maybe it's not. 
but like you just said there, I felt that it was it was rushed. We had to get Leah yeah. and Obi Wan from point A to point B. Here's the way we're going to do it. And I mean, if they bring him back later on, and he's kind of the the comedic, yeah, I think he is in it more comedic yeah. relief of the show, and and they build that character. I may have a different opinion of him, but it's going to be you know you'll have to you'll have to do more with it than just what they did in this. And big expect me to be like, oh yeah, man, that was a great character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian, real quick, any thoughts on that guy? Um, no, I mean nothing. Nothing different than what y'all have already said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so later on in the episode, we as we see them get away, uh, we see that Reva confronts, or she's she's closing in, and she she drops Vader's name, which, as we see, it, from all all purposes, this is us seeing Obi Wan realize for the first time that Anakin is still alive. Uh, which is a, a really cool. Uh, Brian, how, how'd you feel about that whole sequence? Oh, I thought it was great. And then especially there toward the end, once he gets in the cargo plane and says his name, and then they, you know, pan back to the to back, it. back to tank. I yeah. was just like, oh my! Like that. Like again, that they that ending there getting me excited already for the next episode. And but that whole like emotional toil that he was going through of like, wait a minute, he's not dead yet. Because as we saw in the. I think it was episode one where he was having the struggles to even sleep at night because he's still seeing him yeah. burn and, and and all of that. I thought that was a great way to work all of that in together. Yeah, I really agree with you there. Um, Charlie, uh, that sequence there, uh, I, you know, we know you and McGregor from way back in the day from like from train spotting and, and goofy <laughs> stuff like that. And I just think that even his his facial reactions he really just nailed that scene and, and selling the emotion of it um john um i i feel like there's a part here that's gonna that bugged you it did is uh it did reva yeah, he made is sure. reva stabbing the grand inquisitor well two two parts of that let's let's, let's go back to the um the the reveal that she made to, to obi-wan i did not I, I felt that that was kind of, and maybe I'm wrong, Aaron could probably fill in the gap here, but I felt that was kind of anti-canon, the, the whole idea of her saying, oh, Anakin Skywalker is alive, because Darth Vader never, outside of the Emperor, never uh, revealed that he was ever Anakin Skywalker. I mean, that in, in any of the other media that you see, whether it's the comic books or or anything, I mean, there was it's just it, that was the that was like a state secret. I mean, that was something that was never really revealed. So to have her come out and just drop, oh yeah, it's Anakin Skywalker because yeah. what you see in Episode uh, Six is Luke Skywalker even comes to him and says it. He says, you know, I I know that you are Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader says that name has no meaning for me. So it isn't like he's going to be sitting around a table with these inquisitors and be like, Hey guys, listen, you know, I got something I want to tell you and it's, well, it's, it's yeah. going to shock your socks off, but I'm before Anakin you, Skywalker. Uh, before you get to, yeah. Before you jump to your next point, my only counter would be maybe what Charlie was thinking in the first episode. If she was a youngling and she saw Anakin slaughter them all. And at that point, uh, if I'm recalling, John, you might you know episode six better than I did. Wasn't Palpatine already calling him Vader at that point? Yeah. When he so 
maybe there's that relation where she knows it from from that and, like she has those dots connected and that may be and that may be it because in episode uh three Anakin I'm Skywalker three, takes yeah, on right. yeah he takes on the moniker of uh, Darth Vader before he actually becomes what we know as Darth Vader so I mean maybe right. it's so and and here's the thing I'm gonna do with this is because we're only two episodes in and the problem I had with it I'm gonna give it just like the uh, con man I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt until we get to the end because they may come back and reveal a little <coughs> bit more because there seems to be a greater history between her and Vader than what mm-hmm. you than what they're letting on that there is at this moment because yeah, I mean she and I mean I know that we we've, we've discussed some kind of back and forth about her motivations whether or not she really wants to please Vader or whether or not it's just she wants him dead and is using Vader as a catalyst to get what she wants don't know but at the same time it will be interesting to see what they do with that relationship between her and Vader because Vader's not known for interpersonal relationships you know that's just not <laughs> something he's known for. Uh, John, maybe uh, maybe the big reveal is that at first he was really chatty, you know, and then he, <laughs> just he just gets, just needed a friend. <laughs> see, see, he was always at the water cooler with yeah. the Inquisitors, and as they all died off one by one, he, he became this hardened, you know, uh, angry uh, guy. The, that could be it. Um, <laughs> the killing of the Grand Inquisitor, I I I, I was not down for that at all. I, I, I was. I don't think he was so good. I thought he was so good. I hated seeing him go. You don't. I mean, come on, really. He's, He's a, not dead, John. It, it, I, I, I hope not, because it was just, to me, that was boneheaded. I mean, that was a dumb thing to do. I know they're going to set her, they're trying to set her up as as this, you know, this tough, you know, oh, I just, nothing's going to stand in the way of me getting what I want. But at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, He's the Grand Inquisitor for a reason. He's been killing, he's been killing Jedi forever. He's never going to let his guard down. I mean, because you see this character in Rebels. <laughs> Yeah, and so in that's, Rebels, that's my main reason why he's not because Filoni made Rebels, and he's in charge of this as well. So he knows canon. He knows what happens to Grand Inquisitor. So there's no way that he. It's either that's a different Grand Inquisitor, or he's just not dead. Well, because the thing about it is, is and I don't know exactly where the timeline is. Is this is this show taking place during Rebels, or is it pre-Rebel or post-Rebel? It can't be post well, because post lines right up with. No, I would say it's either borderline pre rebels or right at the beginning of rebels. Because if because it's, it's well, if it's yeah, because rebels rebels takes you all the way up to almost Rogue One. So, um, so and rebels covered five seasons, which was about five or six years. Yeah, which means you know that's we're right about the same time that rebels okay, start. Because then if that's the case, then I mean you're. you're as much as Fiona is part of, and I mean, he's it's you know it's the gospel truth of canon for him. Yeah, he can't be dead. I mean, if he right. if he doesn't, he's gonna have a lot of explaining to do with rebels because the Grand Inquisitor's in it a lot. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's that was my big hangup. I didn't like the name dropping of Anakin, but that may still remain to be seen <coughs> how she knows that. But uh, yeah, I have to agree with that because the 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 absolutely devastated look on Obi Wan's face when that's revealed was absolutely amazing. I mean, he just was crushed by that information. And you, um, yeah. And that Sorry. and that last scene, that last scene with uh the Darth Vader the in the back of the tank was just was just spot on. Um here's a question John that I was going to see if you knew with your Star Wars knowledge. 
when when fake Jedi gives him the pass to get onto the cargo ship, he also gives him like some kind of identification card. Did you recognize that symbol at all? I like at first I no. I thought it was I thought um, it was one of the card whatever, games Darth from Maul's. It was I it looked it was like one a of Maul's groups. It looked like a um Black looked, Sun or whatever. Well, uh, to me it just looked like I thought he was just giving me a a playing card from um the game that the Yeah, the uh, Lando and then play. We were, I was watching it, me and Brian were watching in his basement and I was sitting at the far away from the television. It was hard for me to my my eyes are all screwed up tonight. My contacts are so I was having a hard time. I was seeing double a yeah. little bit. So okay, I might have to sit down and watch it again tomorrow. But because he, he did say that the cargo ship's going to take him to some people to help him or something, right? Yeah. So I just assumed they're going to. I don't know. I'm just curious if that's going to be some tie-in somewhere. Oh, it would be awesome if it was a Rebels tie-in. Oh my! If it's if it's a uh, Kanan, you know, I'm just. Kinsey might pass out on the couch or something while she's watching. It, I but. did like, and here's here's a here's something I did like seeing. I know it wasn't the one from, it wasn't the one from Empire, but it was in there. It was the uh, Forlom uh, robot that came after him. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> um, I like. I wish they, there's a whole host of of bounty hunters out there that would have been really cool to have seen. In this as well, you know, you still got like Bosk and a couple of them. I hope they start showing up. Hope they use him a little bit more. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Charlie, uh, uh, I guess summarizing thoughts, uh, are you excited to see where this is going? Do you feel off the bat, like, I know it's a quick reaction, but if you had to rank Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and, and this one kind of in a one, two, three order, what would it be for you? Just off the initial viewing. Uh, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, and this one. I know that everybody else didn't love Boba Fett, but I, I loved Mandalorian season two point five. Okay, <laughs> that's good. I uh, I didn't know that you enjoyed it so much. Oh so yeah, I loved awesome. it. Good, enjoyed it too, definitely. Uh, John, what about you? I'm gonna have to go with Mandalorian. Of course, season one, season two. That was, I mean, yeah. that was absolutely. You had no clue what they were gonna do with that, and it and Baby Yoda, as we were calling him then. Off season one was great. I Shannon, Shannon Yoda, yeah. I liked, <laughs> I liked Boba Fett, but to me it was kind of like cotton candy. It was really cool, but left a lot to be desired. I I really liked it. I would mm-hmm. like to have seen. I think Aaron. I, I agree with Aaron. He should have kept his helmet on. I mean, that was that was kind of the thing with it. I found the I didn't like some of the stuff they did. I didn't like the speeder bike gang, and that was kind of goofy. Riding the Rancor was was you know whatever. It was okay. I'm gonna have to see a little bit. I like how we do. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna have to see a couple more episodes before I can pass judgment on whether or not this is gonna be a uh, uh, gonna take a second seat behind Mandalorian. Um, I like what I see so far. It's it's just like a lot of other shows you see when it's when streaming. It kind of it's got this kind of this, and I like this in shows. It's got this kind of meandering first or second episodes, and then it starts picking up steam. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, right now I, I like what I see. Yeah, uh, is is riding the rancor a euphemism for taking drugs now? <laughs> gonna ride the rancor. <laughs> is that I a, just is that a We'll get is that crazy a middle school that's going around now? It just John, you got to hear for kids saying that ride the rancor. <laughs> hey guys, don't yeah. ride the rancor. <laughs> I find that rancor at. I want to ride. Yeah, it. that'd be like. Well, and it was kind of you know to me it was like 
Book of Boba Fett, there was stuff that I, I wish they'd gone in a completely different direction <coughs> with that. that. That's yeah. I mean, I, I didn't have a real major, major problem with it. I, I liked the show, liked the characters in it, but I just didn't seem to watching Boba Fett. You know, I, watching him, whatever he was doing in that show, trying to build this empire, Jabba's taking Jabba's empire was just kind of like, oh come on, it's just kind of a little bit, a little bit dull for me. But uh, man, but this so far is I mean but this is a uh, this is an established character we're talking about here I mean Obi Wan is a central linchpin character and I think that's kind of what you got to have to make these things work forward Mandalorian just worked I mean Mandalorian was just one of them shows that absolutely worked and I think Obi Wan is will do well and I think it, what I'm liking about it is is because you got Hugh McGregor he's reprising a row you got Darth Vader coming into it and these are these are the characters people want to see. Yeah, I, I think Ewan McGregor's fantastic here. Brian, uh, any any early rankings you wanted to throw in here? No, but I, I think if, I'll just say that I think if Obi-Wan continues, for me, the way it has these first two episodes, it could top Mandalorian. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, maybe as as Tim and I have learned, maybe if my expectations are so low, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that yeah. when it comes in, it, it, you know, it just it feels like it just exceeds so much more. I don't know, but that, it just felt uh, it's going to be really hard unless they do something massive, like have a massive Obi Wan, like Darth, Darth Maul, Vader battle, Darth Maul throwback. Oh yeah, Darth, so he strike, you know. Well, that would be cool because we he saw him in here. we saw him in Rogue One, right? Uh, we saw or, him, no uh, Solo, 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 I mean, Solo. Sorry, yeah. but he exists in the. Um, he exists in the Clone Wars. Wars and the Rebel universe. I mean, mm-hmm. he's there. Wouldn't that be cool? Like to have that toward the end of like all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, look, you cut me in half, but look, I got spider legs." What? <laughs> spider legs? <laughs> I got the spider legs. <laughs> he's all crazy. I yeah. No, it for for it to get to Mandalorian level for me, it's going to have to be one of those things where you have a you have a showdown between Darth Vader and Obi Wan. You're going to have to see that to explain that whole thing. You know, in episode four, you know, last time we met, I was the learner. Now I, now I am the master statement. I know people kind of throw that back to Clone War, but I think there's more to that story. There's got to be more to that story than that. So that's what I'm hoping. You get to that level, you have an Obi-Wan, Darth Vader matchup, throwdown, and it's a good throwdown, a rematch of the Mustafar thing. And, okay, that definitely will take it up to Mandalorian level. But right now, nothing's gonna beat. Nothing yet has or will for a long time beat that last episode of. <clears throat> excuse me, last episode of Mandalorian season two when Luke Skywalker showed up. John's getting choked up over. I am. Now. I'm just. <laughs> John, John just thought about that X-wing and he was done. <laughs> yeah, yep. But see, and this is something like uh, we talk about. All of us talk about all the time, and and all the. It seems like a lot of the the criticism comes out of a fan base that was not alive when the first three episode yeah. four, five, and six came out. And so the problem that I have with it is, is is it's like, okay, all of us older fans, at least I am, I'm this way, I'm not all of them. But I look at these things, I'm like, dude, you people don't even know what it was like to live from 1983 on with nothing Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was over. Luke, I mean, he was like, it's over. I'm not doing anything else. Now, John, we had the Ewok movies. Yeah, but come on, really? I'm talking about good stuff. I'm not talking about that garbage. And then, you know, yeah, and then I they agree. start putting out stuff like, you know, Mandalorian. And people are like, that's stupid. And you put out Boba Fett and they're like, that's dumb. And this is like, oh, it's all about the, it's all about Sister Six. It ain't going to be nothing about Obi-Wan. 
Like, what are you people talking about? Get on board. I mean, come on. Love it. I like what you said a while back. You said that uh, you said you'd watch you'd watch like a Law and Order type Star Wars show if it had Star Wars in it. And I, and I agree with that. I would. I would. I'd watch. Uh, I'd watch uh, this old home with Jawas. I would watch it all. How, how to catch a bounty hunter with bounty hunters? And uh, yeah, <laughs> going back to the first episode, I love the scene with the Jawa where he's like, "You stink! I could smell you all the way to Anchorhead." <laughs> it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna steal for me, at least have the courtesy to clean the part for me. <laughs> he said, "Cleaning it's extra." Yeah, but John, John, uh, exactly or not, John Brian, exactly what you said last podcast when I was silently judging you all. This could have been like our Sunday night primetime as kids. I would have been glued to it. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, that would have been huge. It would have been all in the newspaper, and you'd have had newspaper segments. And, and for those of you who don't know what a newspaper is, that is where we used to have all of our information from. <laughs> yeah, used to get that. They used to put out that special for uh, Wizard of Oz every year when it, when it was coming out. Yeah, it was amazing. All well, right. uh, we're all looking forward to the next episode. John, is this a Wednesday release, or is it a Friday release? I believe it's know? a Friday release. Uh, okay. The first two dropped today. I, I think they're all going to be releasing on Fridays. Don't quote me on that because I'm not sure. I haven't really checked the local local listings, right. as we would call it back in the day. I already put it on the Facebook that you said it's 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 Friday, so it's gospel <laughs> now. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast, check us out wherever you're listening to podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. As John said, wherever you are listening to fine, well-made podcasts, you will find us somewhere. In the underbelly of that podcast. <laughs> but uh, for everybody here, uh, looking forward to more Obi-Wan. And uh, I'm sorry, Brent. We're going to catch you later. Charlie, your errand. Go. Well, really, guys, if you look back at the episode <laughs> one, it really shouldn't have made any sense. <laughs> Spot on. It's I like he's here. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here with us?